Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Good morning, Sunshine. Hope all is well on this Monday, December 14th. 2000 and you're almost expired. <laughs> T minus 17 days and counting before we tell you to get the bleep out of here. Listening to Good Morning Amigo, Series 6 at 145. Slam Radio, the Indians no more, Frank, because Indian is an offensive term. Wonderful. So I'm ready to be educated today. Wonderful. Today, my youngsters are going to educate me on why that name needs to be changed, because I guess they are Native Americans and not Indians, correct? Uh, that's correct. So then the Cleveland Native Americans is what it should be. 100%, so they don't have to change the logo or anything. Or is that not going to be the case? I don't think that's going to be the case. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to talk to the kids about that subject. I don't feel like talking about it. Congratulations to Cleveland on their name change. Bucking history after 105 years. More power to you. You do you. Go Yankees. You do you. Go Marlins. Frank, your Bears won. That's a miracle. No, you started Trubisky. That's not a miracle. You should have been starting Trubisky all year. Because he moves more than Foles. So that, so that lack of no offensive line, ten actually, wins. it helps him. Ten wins. You'd have ten wins with that guy. Yep. You were doing fine. You relinquished him and went to the idiot. No, you're right. Told you when you guys were like, well, I don't think I would have done that. The offensive line didn't help no, Nick Foles. Okay. The offensive line helps Trubisky because Trubisky's used to running around. Played in North Carolina with no offensive line there, too, and he did fine. Played where? North Carolina. Where? North Carolina. I don't know what that is. I know. You I got. I've got words for Mac Brown. I know you do. Old crusty fart ass schmuck. It's good to see you're old school, Mac. You've got control of your boys. Congratulations on North Carolina's 778 yards against the University of Miami Hurricanes. Bro. Making me look dead wrong because I thought the Canes would win that game. Everybody thought the Canes would win. Well, the Canes aren't as good as I thought they were. And that's hindsight, so I can't really say much. Here's what I can comment on. The bitches, are, the bitches that are the football players at the University of North Carolina have no etiquette. I so hope that one day they rub poison ivy on their crotch instead of doing the upside-down U on their crotch. Awkward. So it gets nice red and roasty. Mike Brown's been coaching for 147 years. Okay? And that piece of garbage, turd, piece of shit is what he is. Not even teaching his kids the, the, the right way to do it. North Carolina's been through this before. You educate kids and you tell them that's a no-no on my watch. You score a touchdown as if you got a sale when you have 30 sales to do in that week. You act like a normal human being and not like a freaking orangutan. But Mac Brown has no control. He had no control in Texas. He was the king of passing off the blame. He did it to get Manny Diaz fired. Actually, I've misjudged Mac Brown. Mac Brown's a bitch. He's an old, crusty bitch. Bro. Congratulations on your 778 yards of offense. Well-deserved. Miami couldn't stop anything, and they deserve to have it run up on them. Good. See, because I'm old school, Mac Brown, and I take my whoopings like a man, Mac Brown. 
But when you start mocking and defecating on the grave of your opponent, do it on the field. Keep scoring. I would have rather you scored 80 and not done the upside down you. So, Frank, I'm going to do an Instagram over the holidays where I burn my University of North Carolina Jordan jersey in effigy. It's done. I want nothing. I don't root for them. Dean Smith is dead to me. Well, he's been dead for years. Well, done. Anything that has to do with me even liking them a little bit is part of my past that belongs with the Mets, the Knicks, and other losers that I've left behind. They introduced me to college basketball, and I say goodbye to them through football because they, including Mike Brown, are a band of bitches. And that's exactly what I have to say about Bro. it. You are in charge of collegiate athletes. That means they are student athletes, which means you teach them right from wrong. But you let the inmates run the asylum. Guys, you don't like the euphemism? You don't like what I'm saying because I'm alluding to something? Kiss my ass. He's an ass. He can kiss mine. He's a whole <laughs> ass, so he can kiss everybody's ass. He sucks. <laughs> Listen, Nick Saban's a win-at-all-cost guy, but he teaches you something. This man teaches you to be soft, teaches you to be a bitch. He's old enough to know better. He's soft, dog. He's soft. But that's okay, because what goes around comes around. And somebody's going to put 60 up on his ass, and then his little baby-ass kids are going to act like Mal Malvians. And then we're going to see in the stands of North Carolina fans like this, probably at a bowl game, because they're not as good as they think they are. I don't care how good their running backs are. We sucked. Simple. They haven't done that to anybody all year, so let's, let's lay off the pedal. It's not Jim Brown and Walter Payton running in the backfield of the University of North Carolina. Please lay off the pedal, guys. Miami sucked that much. Control yourselves. Don't do what Mac Brown does. Lack of control. Control yourself. It is what it is. Mac Brown, bitch. Ultimate bitch. Soft. Gelatinous. Meek, weak. Frank, you can say something because I'm telling you, I know I can't possibly be alone about this. No, you're not alone. And like how you were talking about Nick Saban, like Frickin Nick Saban kind of wins with class, you know, and Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney and, and the Clemson Tigers are a team that put up a lot of points also. Yeah, but don't you give Dabo too much credit. Dabo's an ass too. No, I understand, but they don't do that on the field. You know, they, they put up your they points. teach they their kids about life a little bit. He's an ass, but he's one of those ass quarter, uh, right, no, head no. coaches that he gets in your corner. And he teaches his kids about life. As right. much as I don't like that guy, he teaches his kids about Mac Brown, is, what he's teaching, he's legitimizing that kind of behavior that says everything is wrong about society. And he's on an ultimate stage and is being celebrated on TV. Should be fine. The university should be fined. Saying, you know, because the university is so worried about how their logo looks. Remember how they're always worried about lack of institutional control. You can't get a better example of lack of control than what you see on the field when a team like that acts like that. Orangutans. They're bouncing around and they have no reason to do it. Score your freaking touchdown and go to the sideline. Hug each other, kiss each other, tell each other stories. But enough with the upside down you on the crotch. Plus, why would you want to expose something so damn small? <laughs> if you got a point to it, it's because you envy straight up. If you got a point to it, if you got to grab it, it's because you're self-conscious about it, Papo. 
Do something else. The 62 said, point at the scoreboard. But oh, when you point at something so damn small, so minute, and so minuscule, and so unmanly, brother, you're calling negative attention upon yourself. You're looking soft. It's okay for the kid to do that, but I can't say that. No, no, no. You're, you're right, though. But this is something that's been going back and forth between UM and, and North Carolina for years. Like, you even saw back, uh, Braxton Burials back when he was playing at the U. Uh, he, he had scored, like, a game-clinching touchdown, and he went right to the student section and did it the other way around. So this has been going around for almost a decade. It's got to stop on both sides. It has embarrassing. to stop. It's embarrassing already. It has to it's stop. It's embarrassing. And you know what's more embarrassing? Because, of course, it would have made us look bad. But somebody's got to punch somebody in the mouth at some point. At some point, somebody's got to get hit. We don't necessarily do it to them as much as they do somebody's, it to us. But somebody's got to get hit. Somebody's got to get, somebody's got to get hit. Milan, you, you, you're advocating violence. Hell yes. Hell yes. When he goes to do that, I come and kick him right in the nuts. See if his, see if his protector's working. <laughs> Although I'm sure it's lost in that, in there. That's like a, that's like a huge cave. Bears live in there compared to what's in there. Come on, Pablo. You guys, you guys are really soft. You have to point to your crotch to make your point when you have 60 up on the board. God, bro. It says a lot about you. Guys, don't talk so much because you let out the secrets that you don't want others to know, <laughs> especially the girls. You don't want the girls to know that eeny, meeny, short, man. I learned that a long time ago. If you got a point to it, if you got to grab it, it's because you've got something you're worried about. Score your 62 and go on to your next game, bro. Knock it off. Act like you've been there before. At some point, you're going to expect to be paid like a professional. Why don't you freaking act like one? And if you want to be a trapeze artist, if you want to be part of the circus, go sign up for one. The NCAA should not be allowing this. And at some point, this has nothing to do with University of Miami Sour Grapes. I'm glad they got their asses handed to them. They didn't deserve to be in the game. They were actually battling offensively at one point. I'm glad they got it handed to them because they suck so bad. By the way, why did the defensive coordinator get fired Saturday night? I'm just curious. He should have. If any, like, I I started, here, 800 I yards gets you fired. That's I what happened to Manny. That says, like, Manny should be gone. I go, guys, we can't do this every single time. Know, Plus, we're 8-8-2. and two. This is a lot. One eight out of the nine games this year. Seven last year. Got it handed to him. The defense was out of control bad. 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 But, but you I know agree. What? You know go. what's up? Manny probably didn't want to do to, to, to Baker what Mac Brown did to him. Because Mac Brown did it after a game. So maybe that's Manny's way of saying, I'm not Mac Brown. Mac Brown's, Mac Brown's soft, man. I've never seen someone so old claim to be so old school and be such a gelatinous bitch. He is soft. You don't do that. If you're trying to set an example to young adults on how to behave during victory as well as defeat, you don't, the first time they do it, because God knows they had plenty of chances to do it with 62 points on the board. You grab it by the face mask and say, unless you don't want to keep your scholarship, keep doing it. But I got your scholarship in my pocket. Let me know if you don't want it. Because if you don't, just go ahead and keep doing the upside down you. And then I don't put them back in the game. Agree. You are in control. You have assistants that are also in control. You guys are all condoning this nonsense. So what is a Tar Heel, I ask myself. We're changing names, right? What's a Tar Heel? It's like a ram or something. Is it really? It's interesting. Some sort of ram. I don't like the Tar thing. connotation, do you? I don't like it. I don't. Oh. What can we nitpick about the Tar Heels so that we can be just as... Uh, Offended? What? No, just as petty as they are. Because they are petty. 
Men take losses like men. Remember how they cried in Bishop's moment when we handed it back to them? Because if I remember correctly, I know we lost last year. Yes, we did. But we beat them two years ago. We beat them three years ago, right? Mm-hmm. We've been recently handing ass to them. Mm-hmm. So what's with the upside down you, kid? You had a good day. Go home. Go, go South Beach. Maybe they'll let you go out. Mac Brown lets his inmates run the asylum. Go. Go have fun. Just don't be, don't be that guy. Seriously, don't be that person. You're better than that, man. It's sad because I've always been partial to this old man. You know how little I like that. No, I And I hate when people come in, well, you're a cancer and you guys talk a lot of blah, 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 blah. Shut up. We have the hardware to talk. I, it's not even the hardware to talk because you heard me talk this morning. Because I'll say it straight up before we go to break. So Mac Brown, Mac Brown has more titles than North Carolina. So if North Carolina, and the only sport they really flourish in is in basketball, right? I'm just saying, if you want to go to private parts and you want to keep doing the upside down you on the crotch, right? So I have one for them. I don't know what a Tar Heel is, but I know how many championships in football the University of North Carolina has. They got none. It's a hole, just like they are. <laughs> Seriously. Why would you need to go to that? Because they went to the... It's ridiculous. I can sit here and go get blue in the face, no pun intended, because they're Tar Heel blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I, I'm like, if they're at a party sen- Saturday night drinking moonshine in the backwoods of North Carolina, are they doing upside-down news for, just for giggles? Is that their form of entertainment? Are they really as backwards as West Virginia and Virginia Tech and, and all these other schools? I'm asking a question. I'm asking for a friend. Huh? How about that? Here's, here's what I'm asking for the National Collegiate Athletic Association to get involved. And in other situations, as this happens all across college football, you need to start laying some sanctions. Well, I mean, they Because do- then you don't have the fights, then you don't have the issues. This stuff is nonsense. Doesn't this go along the same lines of when UM used to do all the dancing and stuff like that? Just horrible. They made a Brutal. Huge video. They made a big deal about them, it. And they used them as an, as example, an example. Where's the example now? Right. How did that strategy work for them? No because flags were thrown or anything like that. They were just, even the, the officials, the officials let it get out of hand. But so here, you got to blame the officials as long as you got to blame Mac Brown. I don't want to alienate Hannah anymore. I want to get to our show, but I needed to touch on this because I saw pieces of the Army Navy game. Funny how they don't mock or anything like that. Isn't that strange to you? Well, they're taught class, military. Oh, oh, so you're talking about the difference between being raised like a military man and being raised by Mac Brown. Because, come on, how many of our players that we see in college football say, my coach is like my friend? No, my coach is like my dad is what you hear. Mm -hmm. So if you're a father figure to them, why don't you act like one? Mac Brown, how many kids do you have? Did you act a fool in front of them? I bet you you didn't. I bet you you got a little double standard going because you make money when your players play happy. You can't impose what you impose in your crib. Isn't that funny? So you're not walking the walk. You're just talking the talk. Old man, you have never been exposed for the fraud that you are. You're a fraud on every level imaginable. And it starts with being an educator and your job is to teach them not to do that. 
Go to the locker room and dance on our grave. Deserve. He's done many locker room dances. We've seen them. We have. What's the point of letting those kids make idiots of themselves? And you're just sitting there in your headset with your face shield. Teach them better. Show them an example. Don't just let it be. You're part of the problem, not the solution, Pablo. You're why the NCAA is crooked. How many of those guys did you give money to, Mac Brown? Because it happens on all levels, right? So how many of those kids did you give loot to so they could play at UNC? None? Good. Then you're running a clean program. Then teach them right. Now, perhaps this is a, a, a peek behind what really is UNC. I would hate for one day that to come out. And then we really see, once again, because if you look at Mac Brown's history, I'm going to say, once again, you're going to see that Mac Brown's a fraud. Kudos to my son. My son's been on this Mac Brown as a fraud for a year. And I've been defending the old man because we find old men endearing. I find this old man to be a jackass because he doesn't have the balls to teach 20 and 21-year-old men to be men. He allows them to act like schoolyard fools at the age of 12 and 13. It's not acceptable. For that, get a 7th grade teacher to coach UNC because he has no control whatsoever. Congratulations to the University of North Carolina for winning on Saturday, for beating the University of Miami soundly, 62-26, to in a well-deserved victory. And you put up 778 yards, 62 points, shattered all kinds of ACC records, and quite frankly, that was offensively impressive. But what was also offensively unimpressive was the manner in which you behaved. Celebrate all you want. Enjoy it. One day, script, flipped, then what, bitch? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Dol Dolphins are going to go 9-7, and seven, Frank, right? Mm. Starting to look like that. Doesn't look like it. So I think they can beat the Pats. They won't beat the Bills. They won't beat the Raiders. Just saying. See the Bills game last night, Frank? Uh, I saw part of it, and then uh, once I saw that it was kind of uh, belonging to the Bills, and I kind of laid off it a little bit. Shout out to Eric Velt for his Bills, baby! <laughs> He's so excited. He's stoked. He deserves to be happy about it, man. He's ten, so excited. Ten and three. I'm about to give up on hating on them because it's a good story. And their fans are kind of likable. You don't think, Frank? They're annoying when you're playing against them, but they are kind of likable. How I don't understand you as a Dolphin fan how you can say that because one of the worst games and one of the worst fan bases to go watch a game against is that. Well, Bills I wouldn't fan. go to Orchard Park. Like, it's, that's no. different. I'm, what I'm talking I'm about in Miami. I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about the Bills fans <laughs> that migrate south. I got you, but I even said the other day that I can't stand their fans. But but ultimately, when they're winning, they're kind of happy. Like I don't know. Well, I mean, they're happy-go-lucky because they haven't win won in such a long time. The last time they won a division title was in 1995. And the last time Derrick Henry rushed for 200 yards was yesterday against the Jaguars. He put up 215 and two touches. NFL's getting good. It is I'm getting sorry. good. sorry. I watched a left. lot of football yesterday, even though I ran a lot of errands, too. Mm -hmm. I watched a lot of football yesterday, towards the evening, too. It is what it is. I'll learn eventually. You don't need to learn anything. You need to learn to tell us what the hell went on this weekend. <laughs> How are you, Hannah? I'm good. You're How good? You? 
What went down this weekend? I, I didn't hear from you. I thought I was going to hear from you. I didn't hear. You ghosted. Uh-oh, Frank. She ghosted. That's either she went to collect her thoughts or she went to have a nice time. What are we doing here? Are we cheers or are we having a drink? Uh, Sorrow. Cheers. Cheers and the bottled water. Cheers. I have coffee in here, but cheers. Is it, oh, so you had a cheers weekend. No, I didn't. Uh, so uh, she I had a sulky it. weekend. Okay. <laughs> Let me sip on my water then. No, is that I saw that curfew thing and I freaked out. Ay, Dios. You already know, so. So you freaked out over the curfew. Yeah, I was like, yo, no, I'm going to stay home. Somebody Not because of the curfew, actually, but because of the fact of, like, for example, if they put a curfew in place, clearly that means that people aren't doing what they have to do. So I just. Are you, are you back to paranoia again? Is what it seems like to me. It seems like you're a little paranoid again. Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. Well, I mean, you would think that if they have a curfew in place, then, like, places would still close at a certain time before the curfew. Nope. But the fact that places aren't closing until way past the curfew is the, is the head scratcher. Okay, but so you, you curfew yourself. Exactly. Curfews at midnight, so you don't even at 11.30. What's weird is, though, like, you have cops outside these establishments at 2 o'clock in the morning, and, like, you see people walking around, and they're not doing anything. Wouldn't they be off-duty cops? Is that what they're called these days? No, I believe they're on duty. They're with the patrol car, cool. lights are on. You said duty. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> but like they're in there with the patrol car, you know, making sure nothing goes down. But if there's a curfew in place, shouldn't you be telling people to go home instead of worrying about something going down? Like you should be going and shutting these places down, right? I'm not. I'm not trying to be an old man about it, but no, it's if there's like a curfew. It. There's a curfew. If not, don't tell us there's a curfew. You sound a little old. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. You sound a little. Old. You sound a little. Whatever. You don't think you sound old? If there's a curfew put in place, you would think that the places would close beforehand. But they're not. So they're not. Again, so what's is going there a curfew on? or is there not a curfew? Yeah, it's what's confusing. Very. I don't confusing. have to worry about that stuff. You know why, right? Why? Why? <laughs> Go out past curfew. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't. You're already asleep by then. You're on your third dream by curfew. Bro, is it going to be like that? Like, I make a comment. and So I think it's the cool thing to, to bash the old man. Is that what it is? But wait, hold on. Why are you saying you're an old man? Didn't you say you're not going to say yeah, that? Yeah, but I, I, mean, I just feel like I'm being bashed upon. I'm not old. I, I out there. I out there. It, buddy. I didn't say anything about being uh, old. Oh, oh, man. I'm a little touchy with you right now. Oh, I don't know. I can't. I, I don't know, man. You're being basic. I come in a good mood today, and you come, and you come shooting me down. I'm not... Overthinking everything I'm no, saying. No, I'm not. You are. Yeah, you are. You absolutely are. Hannah's on my side on this one. Re- of course she is. Of he course. didn't use any terms. Yes, to of offend. course. The young ones. I, I got it. I understand how this works. You think you give me some love? This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Still here, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. All right, we're back. This new style of hip-hop, I can't get into it. How about we make a deal? You teach me football, and I'll teach you how to get into the music. <laughs> well, some of it I can get into. Good deal luck. or no deal? Deal. I don't know if you can be taught All that, All right, though. deal. Yeah. But I liked it. a lot of this stuff. Some of it I can't. This is weird. Like, this stuff here is weird. Like, you were just playing. Wh- who's that? Travis Scott. That was a little odd. That song is actually old. It's like mm-hmm. three, four years old. Yeah, I, I remember it before. I don't like that song too much. 
But all his songs sort of sort of sound the same. Because he uses auto tune, so he doesn't even use his legit his, who cares? His voice. What do you mean? Who cares? If I don't. If it like sounds that. good, it sounds good. I don't think it sounds good. I don't think it sounds. Good. It sounded so bad that when Travis Scott was given an opportunity to sing live at the Super Bowl, he sounded like doo doo. No, yeah, that was that was ugh. that was cringe. It was cringe. very cringe. Yeah, yeah no good. No Those good. five seconds on stage were cringe. It was awful. They had what? to rush him off stage. It was. Went to go sing one song. They had to rush him off stage. I felt awkward watching. Yeah, that was weird. Anyways, so the deal's on. So let me know. But I know about hip hop. I know more hip hop than you do. Just you know more than now hip hop. I know more than now hip hop. But you know, we could we could work as a team. Go. Yeah, we can. Some of the stuffs we go. The thing now is that it's just music. It's just beats with words over it. It's no. There's exactly. no lyricists anymore. There's no yeah. creative lyrics anymore. No. Everything is set in four bars, and it's not necessarily creative. It's just. So hype then why bother? It's just hype music. A lot of it is hype music. I mean, you can't listen to 70s, 80s forever. Oh, like that? Yikes. I didn't say that. Don't look at me. Like that? Don't look at me. Eventually, you have wow. to grow out of it. Wow, like that, huh? I know. I'm helping you. Seven, helping me? Okay, what makes you <laughs> yeah. think I listen to 70s music? Like, that's done already. No, but 70s music is good. Once in a blue. But we can always listen to Once it. Once in a blue. I don't listen to it much. I listen to it very infrequently. 80s. Alright. 70s, I don't I I have gotten past disco already. It's once in a blue moon I play a song, but I think in in all my DJing, I've learned that the 70s music is just to listen to. It's There's not nothing, it. anything there. I very little. Saturday Night Fever's soundtrack does something for me. Mm-hmm. Grease, because it reminds me of my childhood. Um other than that, the 70s I reserve it for rock. Like it's all about rock and listening entertainment. I listen to 80s music. Yes, freestyle, 90s, whatever. But whatever gave you the idea that that's all I listen to. I'm a little, I'm a little So you've curmudgeon. liked music since Mr. Sandman? Are you feeding her? Because this is what it sounds like. You're feeding her. I didn't say no, anything. You think that I don't know, but I know. What do you know about? Ooh, she, just told, she just told you Mr. Sandman. I know enough. Ooh, do, 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 bring well, how, do you, t- how do you know that's what she's talking about? Because that's what she's talking about. And how did you know that's what she was talking about? Because there's only one it. Mr. Sandman. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there's Metallica Sandman. No, no, no. That's Enter Sandman. Uh-huh. You can call it whatever you want, but what does she know about Sandman that you didn't feed her? I know enough. Uh-huh. So why don't you sing the song to me since you know it so well? Um, Go ahead, right now. Don't do it, Frank. No, my Don't voice is a little uh-huh, raspy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Doom, 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 doom. Is that the song you're referring to? Way before my time. That song was old when I was a kid. That was like 50s. That was That's really an old it's song. It's funny, though. I, What's so funny about an old I, song? I, li- I like that she rode with it. She didn't even think twice. She just went right at it. Ah, but like, I, I called you. I was up. testing. I wanted to test her her quickness with that speed or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I got you, though. I called you guys out pretty good. What year did that song come out? 1954? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> the only reason why I'm guessing 1954 was because it, was out on, it came out on the Back to the Future when he goes back to 1955 and they were playing it through the streets. It's possible that it's an early 50s song. <laughs> Very possible. Let's see. Why not? <laughs> I'm so proud of Hannah. Listen, I'm, I'm here to do what I'm said to do, so. So, Frank, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Now, I, 
Wow, it is 1954. Wow. Wow, you hit that one. You got it. Look at that, for real. Let me ask you a question. So this is a sensitive little thing here, and I've always wondered about this, right? So I am not a fan of the -the over-the-top love expression, right? But our kids are our kids, right? Like, I'm sure you give Addison a lot of love, right, Frank? Yes. Okay, so what are the rules in your house about giving Addison a peck on the mouth? Nope, negative. Doesn't work. We don't like it. We're against it. And you guys don't do it to her either, correct? Absolutely not. I've always I've always cringed when I see that in public. That's interesting. Yeah, same. So absolutely never in public. Well, I mean, I mean, I would I would imagine that if it happens in public, it happens later on. I am um, not a fan of it. There also there's also what's the age limit for it? Because I also know of an adult that still kisses her dad in the mouth, and it's very weird. That's not working. Huh? I'm talking about the cutoff is around six, five or six is the cutoff in my book, and. It is not the regular procedure. I used to play a game with Amanda. Mm-hmm. It was called Stole One. I would steal a kiss from her. Okay. So I would tickle her. I'd play with it. It wasn't every time I went in. I, you know, you give your child a lot of kiss. But every so often when she wasn't expecting it, I'd go in and i go, and i go, Stole One. And she would die laughing. Around six or so, the game ended. Okay. And once in a while, I adjust. And when I, when I go to Stole One, I'll pinch her, like on her side. I go, stole one, and she'll remember from her childhood. But it's about five or six, I guess. My son never. I didn't steal anything from my son. Didn't teach him that at all. So it was very infrequently. I don't think it's taboo, but it's not like I wouldn't go with common practice and probably understand comfortably if someone didn't do it. Like, I wouldn't advocate for it. My case was weird because I always said no. And that little game with Amanda worked itself out. I didn't really, it just worked itself out. Like, it wasn't anything. And, and I tell you, it wasn't, I couldn't tell you how many times I did it, but it certainly wasn't a daily occurrence. It wasn't, you know, it was, it was one of those things. I mean, I didn't necessarily, I didn't grow up with it. My mom always advocated against it. Against so I guess that's it. why I, think, I feel that, that I don't way. think it's for and it at all. She always raised me to believe that that was something between a man and a woman once you're in love. The other thing is, at a very young age, I abandoned bathing her. Even though she's my daughter, I abandoned... I wanted her to understand the privacy of her own space. Uh, And I made that pretty adamant at a young age, just to teach the right ways. Why am I going into all this? Wiz Khalifa apparently getting dragged in the mud for kissing son on the lips in a video. And he's seven. And I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Now, I wouldn't opt that, but I guess what I'm getting at is that I'm not here ready to criticize Wiz Khalifa for whether he kisses his son or his daughter. And that's a personal choice that I can choose against. But like who has time to be dragging Wiz Khalifa in the mud for how he shows and expresses love to his son is beyond me. This is the problem with our society. That's the problem with the society. And see, I don't, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it. I find it to be cringe, like I said, but I'm not going to I'm not going to judge somebody how they raise their children. There's no way my grandkids are having that. Like that's not how I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Like, when you could say 99%, you're just not a fan. The game with Amanda, I wanted to be forthcoming because I didn't want to be hypocritical saying, I hate that stuff. When I know that I did it mm-hmm. with Amanda, but like I said, it was, I think it started like she was little and she was always very animated and always would laugh. So it was fun to get her to laugh more. So you tickle her, you do things. But gosh, I couldn't even have been six. Frank, it has to have been five. Like she was, I don't think, like, she was little, kid. To me, it all blends in. But certainly there became a time where that just wasn't worthy. Like, we weren't doing that. That wasn't how that was working. 
again, Wiz Khalifa, do what you got to do, bro. It's your kid. There's no reason for anybody to go out and judge him. At the that's end of the day, that's his business. decision. He's the father. He does what he wants to do. Exactly. It's none of our business, so. I don't, I don't. We, we've given ourselves as a society the, I guess, the entitlement to go on and kind of uh, say whatever we feel. And that's the issue with, like, the Twitter and the social media because we've given ourselves a platform to feel and say what we want. Um, it's a positive and it's a negative. And this is one of those negative scenarios and it's just, it catches a wave and then all of a sudden it becomes a big story because now everybody wants to give their opinion and how bad they think that is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody has room to be, you know, like, even with Kim, like, sometimes there's been criticisms of how she raises her child and I'm like, bro, that's none of your business. It's none of your business. At all. Like, get out of her life with that mm -hmm. one. Like, mm -hmm. Complain about something else with her that I'll join. I'll jump on the bandwagon just to be the hater. I guess I'm not a hater. I shouldn't say that, mm -hmm. but you know I'm not a big huge fan of hers. But like, come on, how she like her? That's that's a, that's a very personal thing, you know. And at this point, I think people are looking for stuff to. I don't want to use the word cancel again, but certainly you know to stiff arm away and criticize. It's very easy to sit and nitpick. Listen, I'm a teacher, right? I could take every one of our students and point out their flaws. Well, you can ask them. I don't generally do that. What's the point of, of pointing out their flaws unless it's for a productive, rehabilitative type of procedure? In other words, hey, your, your behavior when you do this is wrong. This is why, you know, there's a million ways to go about how you talk to someone. But your opinion is exactly like your sphincter. You know what a sphincter is? No, I actually. Well, that's where like, that's where you, you when, just saw when my you face when you deuce when you deuce, it comes out of your sphincter. <laughs> Mijita, cuando tú echas una cagada, tú cagas por el sphincter, okay? Straight up. Yeah, just speak English. Okay, so <laughs> opinions are like sphincters. Everybody has one, and they smell. Okay, I got it. In other words, don't stick your nose in someone's opinion because oh, yeah. you're not gonna like it. It's gonna exactly. smell. So get your nose out of it. Worry about your own stuff. Or, I guess, the way to say it is, smell your own ass. Mind your beeswax. Frank's, like, holding in his laugh over there. Well, because I'm being honest, and he likes when I'm honest, but unfortunately, we, we teeter on, oh, no, should he be saying this? He doesn't, what he doesn't want is for Renee to walk in and say, hey, Emilian, te volte. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Bueno, días, amigo. Good morning. From Little Havana here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145. ¿Cómo está, bro? Te gustó esa cancioncita, eh? Looking all lovely, feeling all lovely. We got to remember that on Wednesday... DJ Laz will be joining us in the morning show. We're going to extend an hour till noon. We're going to have a good time. He's going to mix. I'm going to attempt to mix, but I'll probably be nervous. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. I'm not prepared. I'm going to have 48 hours to be prepared for this mix, for 10 minutes of a mix, which I don't think I'm going to wow him with. Work, off-season, off-court, work, 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 work. That's all I've been doing for the last year to try to yeah. impress him. And I'm going to... I'm gonna, do my darndest, but he's a tough critic. <sighs> I'm so far from my goal. It's, it's almost demotivating. You know that. 
Why is that? Because I do want to one day mix, either mix live or mix on globalization. Just do Are you? I just have a feeling my executive producer is texting me. That's why I'm getting the stare. Is that? Oh, you're not? I'm thinking you guys are like trying to tell me something. I'm sorry. Not meant for me? No? Okay. I don't know, I got my producers in here, and then they're looking, they're looking, and they're saying, I'm like, okay, what did I, so I go to the... Nothing, we're good. I'm on my own on that one, all right. <laughs> Sauce. Yeah, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not globalization worthy yet, Frank. I'm sorry. So those goals are really lofty. I don't, I don't know, man, you sound pretty good, bro, but then again, I mean, I think you, I think you've gotten better. I've seen the progress. Better I've and good growth. are two different things. I've seen the growth, but I mean, I want to see what you have for last. You've had a chance. Look, you can set a playlist. You have the songs that you've been able to work at. Well, you know how much time you're going to be able to spend. Just perfect that. Do what ultra DJs do. Oh. They just make sure they have their 12 songs, 15 songs, whatever it is, but they practice those songs over and over again. That's why you hear them and you're like, oh my God, they don't make any mistakes because they have all the cutouts and they have all the entrances that they want. And they practice the exact transitions for a week or two weeks at a time, whatever it is, so they can go ahead and perfect it. You have that opportunity. So whatever you've been mixing for the last five days, make sure it's the same exact thing for the next three days. So then that way, by the time Wednesday comes around, you can shine. It's, remember, it's repetition, bro. Repetition is key. Nakaya. There's two songs that I, I mix. You. There's two songs that I mix that every single time I mix them, they come out perfect. And everybody thinks that that song is like that. And I'm like, no, there's a two different songs that I'm mixing together. I have a few. But I've liked them so much and I've mixed them so well together that I don't even have to look at a cue point. I just know when it exactly just flies in. Okay, so, I mean, I like, you know how I am. I like constructive criticism. So, N Nakaya, have you heard me mix recently? No. <sighs> Alicia, I know you have, but this is what I was afraid. Notice I asked Nakaya first, because Alicia is going to get too much candor. Hi, Alicia. Hi. Can you hear me? I hear you loud and clear, unfortunately, because I'm scared of the answer I'm going to get. So have you heard me mix recently? <laughs> yeah, she's laughing. You see what I mean, Frank? It's not good. Yeah, I heard. It's, I, it's not good, Frank. It's not good. Huh? So do you like the way I mix? Yeah. Oh. oh. It's gotten I good. I don't know the man. songs. That's why I'm... She just doesn't know the songs. But when I play the... The new stuff that you do know. Do you like the way I mix too? Yeah, sure. Sure. She's just <laughs> she hit she's you working with the sure. Sure. She's working the A. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. She's working the A. Right. Remember what he what the what the criticism was the last time that everything was off key. So you, I don't know if you learned how to. I don't know how. To, I don't. That's you, why I'm confused. But we gave you a wheel. We gave you a wheel. We nothing. We is French. You didn't give me anything. I sent you a wheel. You did. Now we. You. We. Me and Bryce did. Bryce and I. Bryce and I. Do you still have that wheel? How am I supposed to know from that wheel? You can Google it. You just have to learn how to read the wheel. Oh, my God. So you... I'll the show pressure. it to you off air. I'm the not pressure. It's on air. I'm not gonna, but, bro, you should be able to print it out and put it over one of your over one of your uh, your control sites. Whatever it's called. The wheel. And you use this? I do use it. And it does make sense? It does make sense. What about the songs that don't have the key on it? You have to... It, <laughs> You have to figure out what the key is, though. That's the How thing. How do you figure that out? You don't have the ear do for you, that yet. Do you scream and go, what's your no. key? No, it's it's uh, experience, actually, will teach you that. I don't have that yet either, so I couldn't necessarily tell you. But a DJ like DJ Laz, I have another friend named DJ Rob. As soon as I start playing something, they know BPMs immediately, and they know uh, they know what the key is. So when you play a song, they're like, I'm on 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I sent him a mix, and he goes, he goes, uh, um, he goes oh, this is 133. I'm like, man, DJ, how'd you know that? He goes, in many years. Many, many years. How you just know the BPMs off the top of your head? That's crazy. That is crazy. But is that a DJ thing? Like, That's a music You know thing. DJs. Do you know DJs, Anna? 
<laughs> I do. I know a few. I mean, am I? No, there's am, no guy. <laughs> am I the only one that's so picky about the music that's played? What? I didn't say anything funny. Gosh. Neither did I. I don't no, understand. No you guys are having a show behind my back is what I think is going on. I'm very uncomfortable here. Nothing is happening. All right. That's what I heard. <laughs> Unfortunately, nothing. <laughs> so are DJs like, like, do they get all uptight and neurotic like I do? Because I see Laz very relaxed when he's doing what he's doing. That's many years of... Uh, I get super neurotic. Of course you do because you're new to the game. So the game is still fast for you. Fast. I'm sure for... Bro, they say it all the Says pros say it all the time. Like when they step up, the game's too fast. And then all of a sudden they're like, what's making you play so better? The game is slowed down. I experienced it was the moment I stepped foot in this studio with all the new video elements and all these new controls that I had to learn. Different. It was very fast. The game has slowed down for me. It doesn't. It's not as fast anymore. I have time to think. I have time to react. <laughs> Before I was just doing on instincts. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, like, since neither one of these girls are convinced that I can DJ. Hannah knows I can DJ. Oh, no, this, is a, this sounds like a, this is a setup. DJ. This, is a this sounds setup. like I'm going to DJ next segment, Frank. This I don't care what you up. say, Frank. I'm going to DJ, gonna Frank. So hold on. If I'm going to get judged by DJ Laz on Wednesday, I need to be judged by someone else prior, don't you I? Do. You can be DJ all you want. Just make sure you no, send No, it's me only a few minutes. Man. Just a few minutes. Just, it's just, it's, you're going to go to break, come back in a few minutes, and then get to judge. In fact, those two ladies are going to pick the songs. How about that? No pressure. They don't want to pick the songs. All right, so then I'll play updated music so that you can bob your head a little bit. Yes. Is that better? Like, I won't play old music. Yes. But you don't like EDM, what I call patiero music. No. Old school music. Tiki, tiki no. music. Okay. So you said Nakaya wants old school. But you know this already, though. Yeah, I do know this. That's My why. type of old school is 2000s. <laughs> That's not old enough for me. Yeah, she needs that. Like, you know, like, like it's I, not old enough for me. <laughs> Nakaya, be quiet. Nakaya likes the 70s. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the 80s. It's but, just... Yeah. It's just... Aesthetically pleasing. I like it too. I, I like that. I mean, I like all music. So do I. Now the music is good. If as I'm well. gonna sit and just listen to music and not worry about doing a show or mixing a set, like I'm just gonna listen to that stuff. Yeah. But nobody, they call me Boomer Nakaya. They think for some reason. But like, you know? it's a certain, it's certain people though. Yeah. Some of them just no. So, but I'm gonna keep it new school so that nobody complains. Yeah. Remember, I have all of these over here that complain. All you do is play all music. Man. So I'm gonna play all new music. How's that? Does that sound good? And then you guys can judge me if I'm ready for DJ Laz on Wednesday. Hmm. <laughs> That's right, huh? Hmm. I don't think I'm ready. What if you need a buck over here, people? Nobody lie. <laughs> what if we say, no, you're not ready? Then I have to work at it over the next two days because that guy's going to be here Wednesday. Go, all right, Larry, let me see what you got. All eyes on you. I'll be here, too. He'll be here. <laughs> let me see what you got. <laughs> I'm working like, on I'm not missing this out. for the world. I'm going to tell you now, I'm judging really harshly. I need you to because he's not going to take it easy. That's how you do in a car. You got to do it like that. You need to be tough. Absolutely need to be tough. I agree 100%, Frank. So what do you say? Do your thing. Damn, so you got three judges right here. You're an American Idol. Oh, DJ Oof. version. Oof. Here we go. Right. We're going to have fun with this. Only for a few minutes. We'll do this to okay. round out the 8 o'clock hour and have something to rag on me about. But we have a lot to get to. You know that. I don't want to diminish what we have to get to. I know I'm interrupting protocol here. I apologize for that. But, we, I mean, we touched on the Wiz Khalifa. And there's been some stuff going on. Did you hear about Nicki Minaj? Oh, no. What's she doing now? <sighs> She's also feeling a little slighted through the Grammys. Um, we're going to talk about what she had to say. I got to be honest with you. So you know that I've never really been her biggest fan, right? 
based on what I read, Frank, she's right. We'll talk about that in the 9 o'clock hour. When we come back from break, I'm going to get judged for a garbage 10-minute mix. I know I'm going to get assassinated for it, but I'll give it a try, Frank. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. On the other side, good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I love that song. Boy. All right, what happened? Did something happen that I missed? He didn't turn on my mic, did he? Yeah, that was good. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we changed it up. We changed it up on you. That's exactly what we did. Bianca's chiming in. Older music is better. You see, Frank? It's like I have a funny feeling. It's like 50-50. Like, if in this hour I take 10 minutes towards the end and go freestyle or before they leave, they'll, they'll be Bianca's and Nakaya's very happy about my mix. I got a request for your next mix. What's that? Apparently. So, K9 says, tell Amigo I said spin my record for my birthday. It's his birthday today? How do I not know that? Well, I don't know if it's today, is it? He didn't say. It's K9's birthday today? Yes, it's K9's birthday today. I wished him a happy birthday earlier. Forgot to mention it on the show. Yeah, well, we got to say that on the air. He's family here. My man, I, you know, Kevin Lugo, bro, I love you, brother. Happy birthday, man. Just amazing. We, we should, really, we should play his song. But, uh, yeah, we're going to play it in this hour for the man's birthday. Uh, we play it all the time, don't we, Frank? We're pretty good about playing it. Yeah, we do play it all the time. It'll be the next rejoin. Okay, cool. Cool. Um... Quick question, Frank. We talked a little bit earlier about, I tease Nicki Minaj, right? I'm going to read you the quote. Quote, never forget the Grammys didn't give me my best new artist award when I had seven songs simultaneously charting on Billboard and bigger first week than any female rapper in the last decade. Went on to inspire a generation. They gave it to the white man, Von Iver. This is her tweet. Oh, Lord. Hmm. Okay. I see, says the blind man. Well, I'm going to shelf that for a minute, because I know you... Don't you like Nicki Minaj, Alicia? we got to turn on her mic. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I said I definitely like Nicki Minaj. And I think that Kaya does, too, right? I think she's the Cardi B fan. Oh, she's the Cardi... Oh, oh, I am not a Cardi B fan. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad. Right now... I'm a fan of Megan Thee Megan Thee Stallion. No. She's oh, crazy. Savage. I'm 100% in on Megan I don't like Thee Meg right now. I love I'm Meg. not a fan of Megan Thee Stallion. Um, she's toxic. Why? Yes. All right, though, Nikki's so normal. I what know. about it is toxic? Nicki Minaj is toxic. No, what do you mean? Isn't. More Megan is toxic, okay? Thank you. I need examples. What I, do you mean? I, I really hate to put myself out there this way, but this could make for a comical moment on the show, I think. Who the hell is Bon Iver? Who <laughs> is that guy? A singer. He, he sings or something. A, or a group. Yeah, I know that one song of him. And I so wait a minute. So he actually like won an award 
over there. I don't even know who he is. It was years ago, though. And he beat out Nicki Minaj for an award? What's his name? Bon, bon Iver. Iver. I'm going to have to look this guy up. Como You've never heard of him? Uh, or them? Maybe the song, but I don't know what song it is. Um... Yeah, we don't know the song off the top of our tongue. Now. We, we got to look it up. Google, oh, everybody. Yes, Google. I've heard these songs, Skinny Love. They you use you it didn't in- know either. Don't lie to me. You didn't know either. I had to Google it for yeah, a second. I don't know who Bon Iver oh. is. Bon Iver, Bon Iver. So maybe she's right. Like, maybe for once, Nikki got it right. Maybe she's... I don't think it's a secret, though, that the Grammys have always been, you know, unfair. But isn't this something that happened years ago? Yeah, this is old. Yes, but okay. she wants her. She wants everybody's ragging on the Grammys, so she wants something to rag on the Grammys. Well, the Grammys is like they came out with their nominees and stuff like that. So now she's talking about it. But this isn't like the only award show. They always do her like that, like BET, like a bunch of award shows. Is it because she's abrasive and straightforward and to the point? I think so. Yeah. Well, then how come Megan Thee Stallion gets away with it? Because she's pretty abrasive. I, that's what I. I just feel like because it sounded like Nikki, me defending Nikki almost, right? That Nikki was weird. is so like. Unhumble. What? With like the yeah. way she carries herself. She a little cocky, but all, the three of them is, are cocky. Yeah, that's wrong. What he did, but as a celebrity, you should be able to control yourself not to come for somebody who got an award just because you didn't win one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't tweet about it. Yeah. You got to be an adult about it. You know, like if you you're hurt, win, tweet. Take the L. Well, hold on. Is anybody? Is it, that was funny, Alicia? Give her a whistle other, for that one. That was very people. good. Uh-uh. That was very good. That was deserving of a whistle. Somebody, anybody, scream. <laughs> You got your whistle at some point. <laughs> I'm not running the board. I don't know, man. I don't know. Frank hasn't taught me any of this. Don't lie. Uh, I know. I know. I know. If you say so. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Okay. I have you last time, too. That's a clean version. Relax. <laughs> hey. Good I guess morning. that tests our testicular fortitude in order to play that song. You see what I did there? The, 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 uh, you didn't catch it. You didn't catch it. It's all you. I caught it. Slam Radio Series 6 and 145. So we had an opportunity. La Cafetera was, uh, was out there today. You know, I didn't know the Cafetera existed. But Me. They come and bring coffee, and it looks in a big old Cafetera or some sort. Or, I don't know. So my, it looks like my... my Mix was successful. I want to hear the, the students chime in on my mix. As well as Idania's dog, too. I'm all ears. It wasn't that bad, huh? It wasn't, it was no good. Apparently. I thought it was good. I'm telling you, I thought it was okay, good. Okay, so it wasn't, it wasn't bad, you know? I'm giving um, you a eight. Oof. Out of ten, I'd, I'd give you a, oh. a solid 8.5. Oh, I thought you were going six. I almost, Ooh, I almost I fell off my chair. Six. It's like, damn. Alicia, help. I'll give you a 15. You see, she's working the A. Alicia. She's working the A. She's not. You know, you know how she is. Recommendation, internship. She's not stupid. She knows. She just doesn't want to hurt your feelings. Or she wants me to do her next party. (laughs) Seriously speaking, dude, I've been working on it for a long time. That's not easy, man. Like, that whole mixing thing's not easy at all. Like, I'm just, I'm floored by how someone like Laz does it with such ease. And the things that he does is so much more than what I do. I just hit the beats and I do a little here and there. But, but I need to expand my horizons and, and, and you know, uh, frank those transitions and play different kind of music. So I'm not there yet. So I think we'll do Wednesday, but I think I'm going to suspend my mixing until further notice. I'm not there yet. 
Frank, I'm not there yet. What do you mean you're not there yet? I'm not there yet. I'm you're not just nervous. Yet. You're being nervous. But didn't you already promise you were going to do it? I'll do Wednesday. Oh, wait. Okay. Under protest. All right. We'll you know, he'll tell me not to do it if I don't think it's going to be good. But the thing is, I want to wow him. I want, you know what I want. I want to be on globalization, and I'm not ready for that yet. I don't think I'm good enough for globalization yet. I'm not there. Those guys are awesome. Why is there silence, bro? I think this is a bad su subject for me. No, bro, I think you did fine, man. I don't understand why you're, 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 you're overthinking everything. You're being your old self. I think you did good. You're ready to mix it. Now use those same tr that same playlist that you use that's about the time that you're going to have to mix in front of them and perfect it. That's all we're saying. Yeah, that was a good little mix you had going on. So if you just perfected these next two days, I think you'll be good. So that's the playlist I should play for, for Laz? Like that's the right music to play for Laz. I think that's the right I music. I think that was perfect, yeah. But then have a secondary playlist, something more hip-hop-like, mm -hmm. because he's probably going to throw you the good old slang of that's easier to mix. Yeah, that is. That's a, easy, that's easier music to mix because of the the beats they are. Thanks for, not, thanks for not No, 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 no. Thanks for I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying that's easier to mix. So his, as an actual DJ, he's probably gonna tell you, all right, now throw some hip hop. Let me see how your timing is. Let me see how you go in and out of songs. How 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 good your timing is right when it hits when the when the that's lyrics. That's when he's gonna come figure out. out I'm not that good. Well, no, because you're good at that too. You're just overthinking yourself. You're downplaying it. Do you have a like a hip hop playlist set already? Or I, do. I do. All right, then there you go. Just gotta practice. It exists. I'm just not very. He's good. afraid of playing the freestyle in front of Laz because that's what Laz's wheelhouse. Laz does great. There's nothing I'm gonna do that's gonna impress Laz and wheel and freestyle. What's the point of playing freestyle for Laz? Play some Think hip hop. Play some hip hop. Yeah. All right. I don't know why you're like doubting yourself so hard right now. Yeah, we don't need that energy here. Like it was good. I liked it. You liked it? I liked it. Even We're though I didn't know here. some of the songs, it was fine. Like it sounded good. It was put together well. Only thing I will say though is you almost messed up and your face showed it. Don't do that. Oh, did my face? Where did I? Your well, face? You started frowning a little bit. Well, because was like, damn it. echo wasn't working. It's stuck. I'm going to reset it. Uh, towards the end, something glitched. I know, but don't make your face look like that because it didn't sound bad, but your face told me that something, something happened. Something didn't go the way it was supposed exactly. to. Exactly. I didn't hear it though. Hey, I, I like Nakaya's criticism. This is good. You this should be a judge, yeah. On it's constructive. Show. It definitely is. Mm -hmm. Melo thinks you did good. You're just... Melo isn't a fan of the sirens, and you use that often. Oh, but so he got, that, he got mad at the sirens. All right, so <laughs> Melo, huh? That's his name? Yeah, because he, he's very chill. Because he's very mellow. Not like Carmelo, but he's just mellow. Yeah. I don't think she knows who Carmelo is. She'll probably think you mean Caramelo. I don't know, but that dog's cute. The dog is super cute. Like the boxer? That dog is cute. Like, and he's chilling. Like, he doesn't seem like he gets aggressive. I, I could have a dog is. like that who's going to chill like that. I could rock a dog like that. He's just chilling, boy. You know. Yes, he's a, little, he's a bit by, but. But is he active? Like, he start running around and knocking things over and stuff, or no? If you play with him, yeah. But he knows the time and place. He's, he's a beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. Frank, I, uh, I must say. You know, I'll I'll take your criticism, you know, to heart. Um, bro, have you heard anything about? Could she possibly be pregnant again? Kim? No. Christina Milian. Wow, otro primo oh, para ti. She is actually pregnant again. Otro primito. What do you mean again? She, she just had a baby. Like, the baby's not even a year old. I'm. I think it is. She is. I'm 
This is baby two. Baby, she or has three. two. She has Violet and Isaiah. Also, it's baby three. So this would be baby three, but Isaiah is ten months old. Was born in this oh. godforsaken year called twenty twenty. Wow, she wants them back to back. Wow, but that was fast, guys. It was ten months. That was really fast. All right. Well, so if she is, because I mean, she posted a picture of her with a bump, but it could very well be nothing more than her going back in time. Congratulate your cousin for me when you have a chance. <laughs> well, I write to her all the time. I know you do. In December 2020, announced that they're expecting their second child together. So, yes. Looky, looky. She's dating a guy named Brandon Wilds. Are we talking about the same person? Is that what it says here? It's been no, with singer French singer M. Pacora is what it is. Used to date a football player who was twelve years younger than her. Okay. She robbed the cradle there a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. And the boyfriend's M. Pacora. He's the guy with all the tattoos. Handsome dude, but see, I said handsome, Frank. It's no big deal. I know. My cut, it's 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 Prima's boy. I've only talked to her once. That's what sucks. <laughs> I really have only talked to her once. But is she really your But cousin? she responded? Absolutely. I told you the story. When the really? Yes, she's 100% my cousin. I know she's your cousin. 100% she's my cousin. That's. We don't know each other but other than the one time I yeah, talked to her. Yeah, pero prima. Es una prima. Yeah, why 100? Put me like through five or it was power and six. Put me through like four or five filters. They wouldn't let me get there. And when I said some things that are Milian centric, she goes, wait a minute, I need to talk to him. Whoa. And she jumped on the phone. That's she awesome. Goes, cool. She goes, oh, that's my mom's maiden name and she's from La Villas. And I go, right, really I'm cool. We had a common cousin, and that was the end of that conversation. Wow. I said, I'll hit you up an email. I know you're a busy girl, but well, you have a primo in Miami, and I never heard from her again. I've gotten a couple of likes from her pictures, um, random pictures, not even anything I've added at her, but I don't know why, because she doesn't follow me. But you know how that goes. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. That I have. I've gotten a, a, few, fo a few likes from pictures that she... That's cool. So see, Which tells me that on the download, she's total, totally aware. That's cool, though. Yeah. I don't think you would just like a random picture of someone that you no. don't follow. I think she's putting up yeah, the filter. Yeah, but like, you got to go out of your way to yeah. do it. I think she's putting up that filter just in case you're one of these family members that are coming at her for cash. Yes, which I don't need her money. She's good. No, you're right. She's good. Come back from break. You know what I need? I need some loving, boy. I need a little love, boy. I ain't getting love around this place no more. You get plenty of love, bro. I don't get any love. What love do I get? I get a lot of heartache. I don't get love. Everybody loves you. Who loves me? Nobody. I'm not trying to. I'm not thirsting now, but let's let's be let's be real. What love am I getting? Where's the love? Ah, all of a sudden it got quiet. What would Good Morning Amigo be like without the Amigo? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, Sway Calloway, Sway in the morning, world famous wake up show MTV. We worldwide. Welcome to Slam Radio. This is where they get busy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. A good song. Frank, help me out. What song is that? I've heard this. That sounds like. Uh, Take a wild guess. That sounds like T Pain. Is that T Pain? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like T Pain. Funny. That was funny. Who was that? Really? No, I don't know if that's T Pain. I was just kidding. He's not harmonized, though. Well, who was that, Frank? Uh, it was Young Thug. Uh, hold on. And Travis and J. Cole. So Travis is in there. Yeah. I didn't know J. Cole was in that song. Yes. <sighs> I'm 
in the mood to eat something delish. Me too. Like what? Like just something that doesn't make me heavy, but something that makes me go, mmm, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm craving like a wrap or Chipotle. So Chipotle is really what's been on my mind, but I always end up, but I end up disappointed after I do it. It generally. So what's your order? That's that was. So there's one of three that I do. You have three. I have. Well, one. I, I mix them up. I mix. Them, I mean, come on. So once in a while they come with the carne asada. So I have the carne asada angle, in which I can either do the bowl or the burrito, and it's white rice. I don't do the fajita mix. It's sloppy. And other than that, you know, a little cheese, a little sour cream, a little of that verde sauce, right? And we're good to go. You know, and, I don't know. I but on the general, it's going to be the steak the same way. I don't like their chicken very much. Me either. But the thing is... Carnitas is good, too. The, I feel like the reason why it goes wrong mm-hmm. is because you get the burrito and the burrito bowl. What should I be doing then? Because burrito, burrito the bowl, that's all I get. I do the steak salad. Oh. And you put guacamole in the roasted corn chili salsa. See, I can't eat the corn because of my, my well, my GB doesn't let me eat corn. There's some oh. stuff I can't eat there. The guac, I I, I do like, the scooping of the, of the chips with it, but I don't put it in my in my burritos or my stuff. So, yeah, if you do the salad, the salad hits different. It does, food. huh? I've never I've had And it's lot. lighter because you said light, so it's yes, lighter. Yes, it is lighter than the rice. But then the steak keeps it from being too, too light. Well, question, how about if you really like that rice? Because that rice is fire. You can put rice on the salad. Yeah. A light, a light. Light rice. A light rice. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I may have to play with that. But yeah, carnitas does good. Carnitas works. Uh, am I the only Chipotle fan here? Everybody's like in La La Land. Bianca, you a uh, Chipotle fan? Alex, you a Chipotle fan? Nick Parker? I'm a lime fan. Lime's excellent. Lime is not that great. Yeah, I don't think it's that great. To it's me, not. it's not. Ugh, I don't want to use this word. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say it's not wet. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. That was good. I like that. Yes, that's a term of nowadays. We don't have to use the terms of nowadays. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm a saucy girl. I love sauce, cheese, oh, anything I, that's oh, moist, throw it on. I miss but they have the sauces and all that stuff. Like they have that pineapple sauce. Their and sauces are fire. Yeah, the sauces are really good. Maybe I haven't played with it enough. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like twice. and I was So you're saying I'm going wrong because I go burrito, but then I go, burrito bowl I do 80% of the time. Burrito bowls where it's at. Burrito bowl is because I can eh. afford to eat the rice these days. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, let me get. When I want some of that, like if I'm gonna eat rice, I want that rice. Maybe I want Cuban rice. I want that rice because it tastes different. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Michael does the burrito bowl too, and it yeah. it, it cringes. It makes me cringe well, every it's, time. It's weird because it's like when you, I mean, Michael. I can see Michael just about eating anything anyway. But I'm just saying, in in transition, like I'm a Cuban guy, he's rice and beans. And that's a lot different. And that also doesn't look very Mexican. It just looks very Chipotle. Mm. So uh, it's weird, but I I like the bowl. But just lately, I've gone to the burrito. Try the salad. Oh, one day might be later. <laughs> might be a little bit later. I'm gonna have to try that out. Try the salad bowl. I, it, all the times really I've gone, good. and the lettuce is fresh. I'm always worried about lettuce. Yeah, I make sure because I I go in person. I don't like to do the. Oops yeah, I won't think I do the yeah, and I don't I even think like I would call it in either. person. They see you watching them, so I'll stand in line for better. that one. Yep, I'll yeah. stand in line for that. That that one, I'll be like, yes, I have it. All right, fact. That's what's going down. That's what I'm doing. Here's the thing, Frank. You know that I'm weird about my salads. Are you a salad eater, Hannah? I mean, to me, a salad is an appetizer. Like, I won't have that as a meal. Hell, you ain't never been to Giardino's before. That place. Oh, yeah, but no, I don't get a salad from there. 
I get a rap. See, their raps are pretty fun. Oh, too. yeah. But anyway, but you know, so I was, Giordino's was my spot for a long time, but they put, it's big. Yeah, it is. I couldn't function within the salad. I used to have to tell them, yo, 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 wait a minute. I got it. Okay, great. Right? But don't put it all. Put a little bit. Then put some of the stuff in the middle. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, what's up? This is Tua Tungle by Lloyd. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. For every sport of every kind, tune in here where you will find. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. You know what's so funny about this song, Frank? What's so funny about this song? Back on Good Morning Amigo, Slam Radio, Series 6 and I like that song a lot more today than I did when it came out. Yep. Why is that? I think it's a cool flashback song. When that song was playing every 76 minutes on the radio, I hated it. When you don't hear it in six months and then you play it, it's like, cool. I like it. Let it ride. I was ready to come back. I went, yeah. oh, let me hear this. I don't know. Music's funny that way. It is. <sighs> Slam Radio Series XM 145. We're back here on Good Morning Amigo. Remember Wednesday, we're going to be uh, in full DJ Laz mode. I'm excited about that. Hope you are too, sir. It's a party. Yeah, I'm excited. Of course I'm excited. I grew up listening to that guy in the air, and I'm going to be doing a morning show with him. It's amazing. <laughs> Bro, I am really saddened by the news that came out of Gainesville. That the Gators lost? Um, oh, boy. This isn't going to be a good transition. Let, let me know when you're done. Did you, did you hear about the UF basketball player that collapsed in the game? N- no. Frank. <laughs> I'm done with the jokes. I didn't hear about it. <laughs> He's in critical condition. Yikes. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't save you from that one. Nope. There was nothing I could do to save you from that one. I just was like, this isn't going to go well. Oh, I was talking about the football team, to be clear. I know. <sighs> when did this happen? Yesterday? This happened over the weekend. Uh, Keontae Johnson collapsed on the court. He's stable, but he was in critical condition uh, late last night. Uh, this comes months after he tested positive for COVID, by the way. Oof. Oh, wow. That's kind of weird. I don't know if one thing has to do with the other, but I'm watching the I'm watching the the video of him collapsing, and uh, he just collapsed. I don't know what the hell happened, man. That's the strangest thing I've ever seen. So anyway, um. Our prayers, oh, he just fell face forward. Uh, Frank, I don't know if you've seen the video. In the middle of the game, I'm going to have to no, look. Right on the FSU emblem, too. Oh, my God. Oh, that game was on Saturday. That game was on Saturday, like, at noon. He just collapsed face forward. They were getting ready to inbound, so people had to run into the court to realize what was going on. 
Anyway, very scary. Everyone should be praying for him. It is a stable but critical condition. I don't know what that means. Um, I mean, he's in critical condition, but they have him stable. I mean, it goes without saying. I'm not sure what happened. That has to be something with the with the ticker, bro. That had to be scary seeing that in person. That's a yeah, that's a sure. situation with the ticker. Now they're saying, you know, I don't know why we're bringing up coronavirus in this. This, I mean, let, let's just find out because it's probably his ticker. And this is where these kids usually once in a blue moon these these stories come out that this happens. But what a regrettable story! What a sad, indeed, a sad story out of uh, out of Gainesville. Although it happened in Tallahassee, so our prayers are out. To him and uh, and to his family and to everybody involved, it's just yikes, tough, 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 tough. So you see what I mean, Frank? Difficult. Yes. Sorry about that, bro. I didn't mean to. I wasn't in an ambush. I wasn't trying to. No, I thought you were talking about the football team. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. I don't know. You were setting me up for a bus to hit me. My apologies. Not not a good euphemism either, by the way. Sorry. You you <laughs> and the traveling cars hitting pedestrians. <laughs> I feel like I was crossing the street in final destination. Oh no, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> I might oh, as well go in. Oh you're killing me, Smalls. What was the last movie you saw in a theater, Hannah? I will talk to you. <laughs> Stay away from Frank at this point. Dangerous. <laughs> um you know, okay, I think it might have been the Joker. So woof. What do you mean the Joker? That's like two years ago. No, chill, chill. Frank, when did the Joker come out? Uh, a couple years ago. No, yes. no, the new Joker. The new Joker, yes. The new Joker came out at least a year and a half ago. Maybe yeah. more. Yeah, that was, I'm not, you know what, I'm not. So you're checking it and you realize it did come out a year and a half ago. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm just not a theater girl. Well, then again, to be fair, we haven't been able to go to a theater in nine months. The premise of the question. Frank, do we even remember? Was the last? I know what I was the last movie I saw. What was it? Final episode of Star Wars. Hmm. <laughs> that might have been the last movie I saw too. It absolutely is, one hundred percent. Either that or the the Beatles movie yesterday. Oh, I, I heard that movie was good. No, no. You know what? I saw that at home. Bohemian Rhapsody, but I think I saw Bohemian Rhapsody before the Star Wars movie. But I think it was the final episode of Star Wars. Wow. Yep, that's I'm the last gonna... one I saw. Because that's, well, that's December. That happened in December last year. Yeah. So a year ago. It's been a year since I've been in a theater. I'm, I'm like, thrown off. Well, yeah. Here's one. Here's one for you. I I haven't been to a theater in a year, but I think I'm like, Hannah, I avoid the theaters more and more. It oh, has to be a really big deal. Because the yeah. prices have gone really, really, really expensive. Price was $10 for a movie. What? You go to a matinee. $10. Or Bro, if you're gonna go at ten o'clock and go have the popcorn, the movie's gonna cost you seventy bucks. Yes. I go catch a movie. I go catch a movie on the matinee. It's gonna cost me eight or ten bucks to get in there. I go with a full belly, so I grab a little popcorn. Popcorn's popcorn, and you're in, and you're good. No matter what, it's still tr costing you at least fifty bucks to go to a theater now. Yeah. You got a family, bro. Yeah. A family. But you said it cost me fifty bucks to go to a the theater. It still cost me fifty bucks. By the time I pay for me and my wife and get something to eat, it's fifty bucks. You're an expensive date. I'm not an expensive date. I don't spend, might be a little if bit If I do a matinee, I'm not spending 50 with a four. Well, you ate something before you went. So exactly. So you eat before you went? Did you eat at home? Or you lunch. Had... <laughs> okay, so you went somewhere to eat. Uh, well, I, More lunch than at home, I eat lunch at home like almost every day. Because I don't eat lunch here. I eat lunch at home when but, I get home. But if you're going to go to a movie and make it a matinee on a Sunday, right? Because right? that's where the matinee is only available on a Sunday, right? right. 
or a late breakfast that turns into a brunch that you're already making at home. Whatever it is, I leave the house with a full belly. I'm not, if I got to go to somewhere to eat, then that defeats the purpose. I don't know, man. It still costs money, bro. The, the theater is so expensive, man. It is. Super the theater is so expensive. And, and it's not even worth it anymore because you always have somebody around you that's super, super loud understood. or obnoxious or chewing super loud or on their phone you or texting. You might be right, though. Because even if the phone's silent, the, phone's, the light still the popcorn, bothers you. That's 50 bucks for my family. You're right. For four of us, it take 50. But what? You spend 50. You need like three hot dogs, juju beans, snow caps. Let me get a slushy. And I'll get a pretzel. And like, how the hell do you spend 50 bucks? Man, oh, man, oh, man. It's just tough, man. It's just the people, the, the, the experience that the people have been, they've been giving you has kind of diminished the movie-going experience for me a little. And you know I love movies. I'd rather just watch the movies at home. Yeah, I, if it's not really pressing, like since I'm a Star Wars fan, I want to see Star Wars, right? But other than that, like if it's not a pressing matter. And now I've upgraded the, the, the surround sound in my house, so now I have like a movie theater feel in my room. So I don't think I'm going any theater to watch a movie anymore. I even told my wife I'll get you. I'll get you a little foldable chair. You can set it up right there. We can watch a movie in my little theater. Frank, do you eat McDonald's anymore? I ate McDonald's last week for the first time in like six years. How'd you feel? Um, Gross. I regretted it, but I mean, it was delicious while I was eating it. <laughs> That's what matters. So every once in a while, I, I, I do the McDonald's thing, but I'm not a big McDonald's fan. You will tell that I've abandoned diet when you see me do McDonald's like a few days mm -hmm. in a six or seven day period. And you go, oh, oh no, Elian's doing a binge and then, you know, go back and cut. Because I do that sometimes. That's how I shock my body into losing more weight. So I'll actually, like, remember the summer, I think I spent like three weeks just eating. And I gained eight pounds. Like, like it was. And I go, boom, shocked the back. I lost 14. So mm -hmm. I know the game a little bit. Um, but I'm not a big McDonald's guy. But if I were to tell you, Frank, uh, let's go to McDonald's, have a Big Mac, and get a uh, get a haircut and shave. What would you do? I think I'd probably be down. <laughs> that sounds like a fun little time. Just to hang out. I mean, you dragged me Taco Bell once, and I don't yeah. eat Taco Bell. <laughs> so, so you and I are bald, but we can use the services of a barber, and apparently McDonald's in Sweden opening a barber shop inside of McDonald's. What? I'm not sure what one thing has to do with the other. That just makes no sense. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like how there's McDonald's in, like, gas stations. You ever seen those? And you're just like, what the heck? But, like, different gas stations have, like, different, I guess, like, partnerships with different restaurants. So, like, it's so on Flagler, like, in 87th, around that area, you have a subway inside of a gas station. Um, and, I mean, I've seen it up north that you have pizza places. On, on, on 40th, on 40th by St. Timothy um, Church, you have a, a pizza place inside of a gas station. You find the most awkward combination. It's like awkward. That. It's just plain awkward. But but a barbershop at a McDonald's doesn't work. Like, they're expecting you to order. They're going to have people taking you food to your table. You're going to be able to eat. Like, a barber's not going to be cool with you munching on something while he's trying to fade you up. Yeah, that's true. It's weird. Recipe for disaster. So here's the thought. I don't need a barber much. I certainly don't need McDonald's much. So not a target customer for them. But conceptually, I guess whatever works, right? Whatever works for you guys. Vaccines delivered to hospitals today, Frank. Hmm. Frontline workers get it first. Tell me how you feel. It's happening. That's cool. Do you know who's second in line, right? No. Us. No, I'm good. I'm good. I pass. I'm good. Well, I don't have it. I'm doing it. 100%. Good. Then you can Let be my guinea pig. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, you can be my guinea pig. I'll I ask will. you. Amigo, ¿qué pasó? It went well. And my mom yesterday walks into my house and she's like, do you have any eggnog? And I'm like, yeah, mom, there's a bottle in there from last year that you gave me for Christmas. She's like, let me have some. I'm like, 
mom, you're going to die. You're going to die if you drink that. What's wrong you're with you? You're going to die. She goes, I promise you I'll text you in the morning and I'll let you know how I feel. So I'm like, all right, mom, <laughs> knock yourself out. I shook that bottle up and I poured her some. She said, oh, my God, this is so good. Yum, 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 yum. I got a text message at 6 o'clock in the morning from I'm her. I'm dying. I'm alive. Oh, I'm alive. I'm alive. Wow. Nice. Tough stomach. Mama has a tough stomach. Sounds like an awesome bottle to get into. Tough stomach. I want some of that. Huh? I don't know why we would make a National Monkey Day, but that's today, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> however, National Monkey Day. Yeah. However, I did see a monkey over the weekend, and I have to share this story. It's so much so that I actually texted Alicia and I said, please make sure you put this in our show notes. Oh, no. So, you know, I, obviously I've been telling you that I was doing not a lot of shopping, but I did a lot of errands and things that I needed to take care of. And one of those errands took me into a Publix in Miami Lakes. There's monkeys in Hialeah? Miami Lakes. Oh, okay. And I do my thing, and I'm there. And, and But the first thing I have to do is I have to go return something that was mistakenly purchased. And where you go, you've been to this Miami Lakes Publix, have you not, Hannah? You know which one I'm talking about. The, the one, one Miami by Lakes Main Drive. Street, yeah. yeah. So so you have the, the lotto line, and then next to the lotto line, off to the left, you have the return line or the customer service line. Yeah. And it's right adjacent, right next to the first line where people go and pay. And in this first line where people were paying, there was a uh, a very pretty young lady in line paying. So apparently her husband thinks she's very pretty because there's a nice, nice chunky rug on her. She's got one of those purses that you girls that I know they don't cost 50 bucks unless they're knockoffs. This thing didn't look knockoff. Oof. As I took a further peek, the... Uh, the Manny Petty game was on point. So you knew she wasn't sloppy in that area, meaning she was well kept. Ring, purse, the whole look. She wasn't dressed to the nines, but it's Saturday morning. Who cares? And as I see, she's running into trouble kind of making her purchase. And the person who's serving the line I'm waiting to do the return has to go over there and, and, and deal with her. Apparently, Frank, the problem was is that her WIC card wasn't working. Come on, bro. Come so listen, on. Listen, we, dur listen, during the pandemic, because I had kids, they gave us those WIC cards. Like, remember they gave some support? And right. So I got one of those cards, and that's fantastic. I was begrudging to use it. And I used most of it in one big compra. Yeah. just. And I made sure that I wasn't dressed well when I did it. Oh, my goodness. Because I didn't have the face, even though everybody got one. And everybody. 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 Yeah, kids, they got one. But that's not what this was. This was a wig card. Whoa. Oh, this is like a permanent thing. Like, she has wig. this. You get that oh, monthly because man. you're on whatever help. Dude, I have looked at this woman up and down and said to myself, wow, bro, that's where we're at here. Same that's where we're at. Like, Let's pretend that there's a valid reason for her to have it. Can we find another way to go about that? And then it wasn't working, which means that it was either already out for the month and had been replenished. Or like, why are we playing that game? Am I wrong for judging that? That's the purpose of the question. If I was judging a book by its cover. That, I mean, and, and I don't see it. That's, I think that's something that you can judge a book by its cover because there's plenty of people in this world that need the help yeah. and there's people that take advantage of the situation. And you're telling, so you're, she had Tory Burch shoes. Yeah, come on, bro. Look, Not the sandals, the but purse, the slip-on shoes that cost about 100 bucks. The purse, the shoes, and the rock. Even more. Yeah. There's no reason for her to have a, a wig card like that. 
It, it was pretty astonishing to Whoa. me. It caught my eye. Yeah. Because they had to go help her because it wasn't working right. It probably has even a freaking purchase limit or something. Well, I'm sure there's a limit I'm on sure, it. I'm sure, yeah. But either way, you're calling attention to yourself using a wig. I have a feeling the employee at Publix was annoyed. You For know, sure. They're, they're very strict at Publix. You can't say anything. The customer's always right. You mm -hmm. have to, you have to bite your tongue. Or shopping is a pleasure. So I have a feeling the customer got a little annoyed. And when asked the lady next to me, which is what called the attention to me, was like, I'm having a problem with her WIC card. Yeah, like straight, dead face. Like, you already know the deal. I'm having a problem with her WIC card. She put her out there. She put her out there. He put her out there. It was a guy. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Oh. Having a problem with her WIC card. I'm sure she didn't appreciate that. I didn't see a face or anything, but he aptly communicated it, and I just went, huh? And I'm like, Larry, don't judge. Larry, don't judge. You don't know the story. Maybe it doesn't, you know. Maybe she has 12 cents in the bank, and the only thing she has is this purse and these sandals. And I doubt I was wrong. Time to go to a pawn shop. It's I, just frustrating when people wrong. try to pull a fast one on you. Because, like, I work, you know, at my job, people try pulling fast ones on me. And I'm, like, looking at them like, are you serious? You know? It's not cool. Well, I mean, it's at the end of the day, because you look at a scenario like that, and that's why I said it's easy to assume, because yeah. you apply for something like that, and it's because you need help. That means that you can't necessarily afford to buy things yeah. with how much you make, and you need to feed your family. You need to put food on your table. But what's to say that like you, 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 you have the help, uh, but you, you don't need it? Yeah. And that's why you, book a, you can judge a book by its cover on that. And I think you did play the right, I guess, approach to it that you didn't want to necessarily be dressed well because you didn't want to be looked in that limelight. And brother, you didn't want to be was. looked like you were taking advantage of the situation. And it was something that everyone received because it was a stimulus package. It was a stimulus package thing, so I didn't even really need to be embarrassed about it. Yeah, it was. A I'll never forget. Well, what happened was is I didn't know how to use it, and I'm like, dude, there is like when I go to use it, like I was one time I got out of work and I was dressed up and I didn't use it. I went, I use my card. No way. No. Just because of perception. That's why I said, Larry, stop. Maybe there's, I'm not, like, for all I know, it was one of those that she got in the stimulus and she happened and forgot to use it. I can't judge that. Right. Yeah. But it stood out to me mm -hmm. negatively. And I just wonder, if you're in a situation like that, you got to have a little presence of mind, don't you think? No, people don't look at it like that anymore. But that's like, isn't that considered courtesy, kind of? Because like you have to be kind of like, you got to be aware of what you're doing and how you're dressed and, and the people that are out there in the world. I, I mean, that. like, it's not like it's not like Miami, that Miami Lakes area is necessarily known as a, a super upscale, rich neighborhood. You know, it's a lot of middle class families. Rich isn't the right word. Want to be rich is, yeah. Well, there's a difference. People between, who are overextended, but there's a yeah, but it is it is a higher it's a higher well tax bracket there, bro. Yeah. Like straight up, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm an anomaly there because you're so much to hambre. Well, I don't even know. And what I'm not is. really in Miami Lakes. I'm outside of Miami Lakes, so I'm not really Miami Lakes. I just happen to live in the vicinity of. But you're in that Miami Lakes, that Royal Oaks. Like if Manny Sid's your mayor, you are probably in a different tax bracket. So then, what's the purpose of the WIC card? Don't know. Which makes it even even more. It gives you the right to judge even more because that's not a neighborhood that you would see that. Yeah. Again, I don't know her personal situation. No, I understand, but I'll judge. I don't care. <laughs> You're so funny, man. <laughs> I'll judge. <laughs> On the other side, Lil Wayne pleads guilty for weapon possession. Happened over a decade ago, yet they're talking about he can get a decade in prison. What's Are you that? serious? I asked that lady if she used that WIC card to buy that rock. Boy, that rock was serious, Pops. Now, all due respect, 
shout out to the guy who married her up because she was pretty good looking, man. She was. <laughs> All right, so the rock she didn't buy. But like, oye, te pasó a wig car cuando te compraste los zapatos eso? Yeah, well, I'm telling you, like, shout out to hubby for that one. Like, that's not a boyfriend that buys you that rock. That rock was serious, man. But if she's married, then she wouldn't qualify for the wig. I, I don't know why she had the wig. All I, I know, judge. I don't care. I don't know why she had the wick. I just know that, uh, you know, candles have wicks and candles are hot, and she was hot. So that's the only wick correlation I have here. <laughs> that was good. You like that one, huh? Yeah. I can be witty sometimes. Come back on the other side. Poor Lil Wayne, man. Yeah. You think I got time to go across the street to McDonald's and get a haircut? Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. God, I love this song. Love this song. Anything. Would he give you anything? That's so, boy, Posty got hurt with that girl. Someone hurt him, boy. Anything would have gave you everything. everything. Whoa. That's, that's the tune right there, bro. Slam Radio Series 6 and 145. I like that song. I think he did all right. With? Whoever he left, bro, I think he'll be fine. Oh, he's fine. I think he's fine. He's I think fine. she's hating it. Yeah. He's more than fine. She's hating it. He's fine, yeah. He's chilling. Chilling. Remember, he said it in his song. Me and Drake. Uh, 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 what's that line? <laughs> Go ahead. We can do the bleep out at the end because he doesn't really ever say the bad word. Nobody knows what the bad word is. He actually, it's the bleep out. That's funny. It makes you use your imagination. Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club. Uh, <laughs> me and Drake came for the... I like that song, brother. Your main laugh turned around. <laughs> I used to know the words to that not that long ago. I really did. How did I forget him? It wasn't, that song's not even that old. It's not. It's not that old. I almost actually rejoined with that one, funny enough. But how did I not? It's just weird. How did I not know that one? Hmm. And that one, I don't even remember the name of that. That one's wow, wow. right? Wow. That one's wow. Boom. Doo, doo, doo. Doo, doo, doo. I love that scene. Like, and you, you're the one that turned me on to that, that line. Yeah. That's, that's the best line. It's, yeah, put, up, just it's put up to the house with some big butts. Turn the kitchen counter to a strip club. Me and, and Drake, Drake came for the oh. beep. <laughs> <laughs> it actually starts off with, it actually starts off, cut the roof off like a nip tuck. Yep. Pull up to the house with some big butts. Turn the chicken <laughs> kitchen counter to a strip club. Me and Drake came for the mmm. And I got guap, all of y'all start just appeared. Before I dropped Stoney, none of y'all really cared. Now they always say congratulations to the kid. This is not a forward, but I'm pouring out this bleep. <laughs> Used to have a lot, but I go, well, I got more now. Made another hit because I got bored now. Always going for it, never pumped fourth down. Eh? Last call, Hail Mary Prescott touchdown. Eh? That's the one, right? Yep. I like his lines, bro. He's a lyricist, though. He is, bro. That's why I would say, like, that's the, we were talking about that earlier in the show. Those, there's a difference between rap now and not. You have very few lyricists. Post Malone is one of those lyricists. 
A lyricist is one of those guys that you have to go in and listen to his music over and over and over and over again. And every time you listen to it, you pick up on a different kind of innuendo or some sort of hidden meaning behind lyrics. It's the reason why I enjoy listening to Eminem's lyrics as much as I do. It has nothing to do with, oh, bro, you're stuck back then. No, it's just because I haven't been able to listen to everything as much to be able to catch on every lyric. And I still catch a lyric here and there. It's funny, some guy was caught on uh, Only in Day this weekend, kind of like rapping Eminem super loud on the street, and everybody sent me that clip. Everybody, like, bro, this is you. It is you. You know all the words to the M songs. Wow. Remember, words are weapons. Eminem, look it up. More sports news. Auburn fires Gus Malzahn. Wow. Well, we saw that coming, kind of. Eminem is one of my favorite. Eminem is the man. What's up, Jermaine? What's up, Tom? M is the man. M's got it going on. M's got it going on for real. You don't think, Frank? Yeah, man. I mean, he's lo- he's dropped off a bit. Uh, his music's not the same. Unfortunately, I'm sorry I'm saying this, but he was better when he was on drugs. That sucks. Some artists are... Yeah, but Don't be ashamed to say it. Yeah, Once he started going to rehab and everything, his music changed though. Like it wasn't as dark. I guess his music was good because it was very dark. I didn't. I don't. I feel bad saying that. Obviously, we're should a feel bad saying that because I think but it's it was still very, excellent. But it was very dark. His music was very dark. Once his music didn't become dark anymore. Once his wife wasn't cheating on him anymore, and he didn't have that anger of wanting to kill her or whatever. Then his music kind of just he died a little. He stayed with her, didn't he? Uh, no, he left her. Oh. He left her. Kim. Kim. Poor Kim, boy. Yeah, when artists are hurt, it's just a different type of music, I swear. That's why a lot of people, like, after... Well, therapy after got him to release the whole Kim thing, right? Yes. So that's why it's not edgy anymore. It's not It's not edgy anymore. I think it is, though. His music has changed. It's not the same anymore. He's trying to recreate that old sound that he had without being on any influence. Or having any type of influence in his life. And I'm not just talking about the bad influence, but even family influence. One of my favorite songs from Eminem is the one that is called Without Me. Have you listened to it? Oh, Frank, has he listened to it? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know that Frank I can is perform the music fan. video for you if you want. Frank could play Eminem. Fan, he is his biggest fan. If, fan. if Frank were ever a mass singer, he would ask to only do Eminem. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. I don't know who I would ask to do. I mean, but you don't just do one artist. You have to do multiple artists. But you know that the song that I'm coming out with is an Eminem song. I'll start without me. <laughs> I'll do without me to start. Without me. Because I like all the dark uh, Eminem songs, too. You know, like, The Way I Am. Like, that was a very tough part in his life. Like, he, he was getting used to all the fame. He was getting used to people coming, um, coming to him, asking him for money. Family members that came out of the woodworks asking for money. Fans, like, all of a sudden, let me have your autograph and all that. And he wasn't, and he wasn't used to it. And remember, he... he, he he, he came up on hip-hop when it, the whole white-black divide was on hip-hop. White people weren't allowed to be on hip-hop um, when he started coming up. And he had to break that, that mold, and he was very welcome because he had to break through in such a tough way. Once he got, once he got the approval from Dr. Dre, everybody kind of stepped back and said, whoa, hold on a minute, let me listen to this. Well, I like cleaning out my closet. That one's always good. It's a great song. But again, there's a lot of... There's a lot of there's a lot of content behind those lyrics. Really? How so, if you don't mind me asking? Family, um, the, the, the fight with his daughter, with, with Kim, over the, over the custody of his daughter. 
Yeah, I, I just, you know, with... That's the song he started very, um, airing everything out, like, real putting everything out there, and everybody started understanding where all this anger was coming from. Remember, he was just known as that crazy white boy. He was just very angry. Nobody had ever seen hip-hop that way. People have always seen hip-hop, and, and it was very urban-like, and nobody had seen this yeah, type of hip-hop. Yeah. yeah, but he has some gems that nobody ever listened to. Remember Mockingbird? Yeah, but that's because that's when Eminem became more commercial. Like it's not you don't, the same. Yeah, sound. you're one of those guys. I'm not gonna be able to convince you otherwise. You're one of those. I see now what's up. You want him to just be hard, <laughs> but he had to go to therapy to unhard, and you're saying his music's affected. Yes. Yes. Frank's mad at me. That's fine. I like M no matter what. But I don't know that I feel as if he went soft after he went through recovery. And you're not the only person I've ever heard say that about him. Like, it's just not the same. When did he go to this thing? Was it back 10 years ago or something like that? When he went what? Say that again? He went to rehab or whatever it is that he did. Um, it was like... Ooh, 10, right? Probably more than that, like 12, almost 15 years ago. Because yeah, he, in 2010, came out with an album called Recovery. Right, that's after rehab. That was already that was tough to listen. That was him recovering, yeah. and it, and it wasn't the same. And I bought that one. And that I was tough the, to listen. There's to. two that came out back to back. I can't remember. Although that one has "Love the Way You Lie," which was good, but it was a little slower than we're used to. With There's it. another CD that came either right before it or right afterwards, and it was called "Rehab" or something like that. Um, I guess it was. Hold on, I'll look for it. Right. There's now. two CDs that came out. That one came out with another CD within like a year apart from each other. Right. And both those CDs, he was trying to make a huge impact back out on the on the scene, and it didn't necessarily work out for him because it's not like Eminem was back on people's mouths. The old fans, the ones that like really followed him, are the ones that kind of just stayed with that music. Yeah, but well, everybody else died off it. 2010 was 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 called recovery. Uh huh. But I'm. Relapse, relapse. Nine. was the other one there. It was like about two years apart, a year or two years apart. It was relapse and recovery. And then relapse, I mean, so recovery only had one song I don't, I could ever remember. But Re relapse, I don't see one song here that I know. Because nothing hit. I know the music, but it never hit. Yeah, I don't know one of the songs. I don't know any of these songs here. That's crazy. So you are, you are completely accurate about this. And then the other thing is that he made that that diss track, which is one I think is the last good thing that he did. He did the whole diss track when he was had the beef with Benzino, uh, Benzino, owner of the source. For whatever reason, Benzino never respected Eminem and never gave Eminem a decent rating on any of his albums. And he went off and he called him grandfather. That's where Nail in the Coffin Part Two came out. Went out and called him grandfather, and he said that he was going to retire because he was never going to be that rapper that rapped through the 30s into his 40s. And then he died off for a long time, and then all of a sudden he came back. And Eminem is late thirties, early forties. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna whip around and do something. I I can't help it. He's just too talented. But I see your point. I'm looking at some of his albums, and you're right. Everything after Rehab is kind of mezzo mezzo compared to the other stuff. You you're dead on about this. I stand corrected. I mean, it's, t it's a tough thing to say because that's not necessarily why we're going into music, but some things make artists a certain way. And if <laughs> that, was the, that was who Eminem came. Eminem, a lot of Eminem's music came from anger. Like, just listen to the Slim Shady LP. A lot of his music had uh, touched up on, um, on his wife, on his mom, on, 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 on D'Angelo Bailey, which was the bully that used to beat him up in school. 
Um, a lot of the, a lot of his music came from all that. So whatever happened to that bully? Did they ever confront that bully? Did he ever come out of the woodworks? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I never paid attention. I I ended up reading his full his first uh, book, and uh, the book was related on a, on a what? So so the book was all his first CD. So he kind of went what was his kind of motive behind writing certain songs and why he did it. And a lot of it had to do with the way that he was treated when he grew up. He grew up in a very poor neighborhood in Detroit and he was never, he was never respected. His mom had that reputation that she was all over the neighborhood and he just never was respect, uh, respected. You, uh, you a fan of Eminem, Hannah? I don't want to say I'm not a fan. I just really don't listen to him. And a lot of people made fun of the, the documentary, 8 Mile, because it's like a documentary. And yeah, I've seen he it. tried to play it off like it wasn't him, but a lot of it kind of followed exactly what it was. That's why a lot of people say it's an unofficial documentary because a lot of things, a lot of stories, a lot of details were changed, obviously, to make the, mu- the movie fit. But that was kind of the path that he took. He was, he was kind of going from job to job. He didn't kind of have anything, and he was just kind of trying to make a, himself known as that rapper. Hmm. That's interesting. That, that that was such a. I would have never really correlated the time, but you're a big fan of his, so I can completely understand. Man, Twitter's gone crazy with this whole Indians, Redskins. Come on, man. It's gone nuts, and but but a lot of people, a lot of people are pissed off about the whole Indians thing. They're like, this is ridiculous. They're pissed off because people are getting mad about being ridiculous, or that their name is still the Indians. Well, I'm gonna do something right now as we go to break, and you can choose when you fade it out. All right. You ready for this? Go for it. And don't at me if you don't like what I'm about to sing. One little, two little, three little Indians. Four little, five little, six little Indians. Seven little, eight little, nine in the little Indians. Ten little Indian morning. Something like that, right? That's mm-hmm. how it went, right? Mm-hmm. So we're not allowed to sing that song either? Sing it. You know what? This is more appropriate to today's day and age. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. Ridiculous. Sad. So we're not going to call them Indians anymore. Let's call them the Cleveland Native Americans. Oh, goodness. Come on. Unfortunately, I'm put in a position that I'm not allowed to call them by a name that we're not supposed to because we're doing radio. Oh, so we're the Cleveland baseball team again. So we're back to that. Oh, man, come on, man. That's exactly what it is. We're not going to be able to call them Indians anymore because they're not Indians. And then, of course, the people from India, are they Indians? Do they get offended? Oh, that's different. Oh. How is that? Please, if I'm confused, if I'm ignorant, good. But I'm not getting getting this one. And by the way, the, the Washington football team's name, I get it. Fine. So does that mean that we're not allowed to call like Native and Indi- Native Americans Indians anymore whatsoever? Apparently. Because I was always taught in school that the Indians and we, we the whole Thanksgiving with the Indians and the pilgrims and all that, right? So yeah. we're not allowed to say the words Indians whatsoever. Apparently. It's like pretty much saying the word. So here, here's a, here's, I, I shout out, this guy's actually going to get my follow. How about that? The Mighty J10. His name is Justin Ituralde. I don't know where he's from. He doesn't follow anyone that I follow. We don't know each other. He's Justin. Justin is a G. Oh. So I'm going to spell Justin with a G. All right? <laughs> Not a J. It's going to look like Gustin. Okay, well, Gustin is the man. As someone part Native American, to have already lost Redskins, which had a positive historical origin, now to lose this it feels like white America is pushing Native Americans even more in the dark than they were, than they already were. Whoa. 
I'm gonna go ahead and like it, and I'm gonna go ahead and retweet it. So who, like, who are just the people that decide these changes? I don't uh, know the cancel culture, I guess. <laughs> Someone needs to cancel the cancelers. That's what we're calling them, the cancel culture. Yep. Here's another Native American who responded to our friend, the Mighty J10. He says, uh, "This is Jackie Kemp at Kemp Tribe." I'm Native American as well. Never once did I think it was white America pushing for the name change and still do not think that. Rather, it's a generation of people who want to find something to protest or get offended by. That I agree with too. <sighs> I'll only retweet someone who's Native American because if you're not, then your opinion is as good as mine. we go back to a world where we weren't offended by every little thing? If you I'm starting to get really bothered. At Issa, bad idea, bro. If you ask around, you will find a lot of Native Americans, myself included, don't care or don't see the names in a negative light. Personally, I think finding offense in those words or nicknames just means we are giving those words power over us. Yes. It's sad. It's sad. But they can do whatever they want. It is what it is. All I will tell you is this, Frank. We are getting way too sensitive. And at some point, we're going to have to figure it out. We're going to have to figure it out. And this nonsense about changing names and knocking down statues. Estamos comiendo basura, bro. Yep. Like, uh, this has nothing to do There's with it. bigger issues we need to focus it's on. It's the bigger that issues stuff. that sometimes some of those things are reminders of who we used to be and who we don't want to be. You don't knock it down. Agreed. Yeah, but exactly. then you forget and it goes around full circle and you're like, wait, how did we get back here? Because mm. we forgot our history. I think that's what's happening right now, actually, now that you say clowns. that. Clowns, clowns, clowns. Just because something clowns. bad happens doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like, good things come from bad things all the time. Exactly. Clowns. Change comes. There's mistakes that I've made in my life that I have to remind myself so I won't make those mistakes again they molded who I am mm -hmm. and the reason why I have to remember those mistakes is because I don't want to go ahead and go down that road once again so even if they were bad or not those statues are there to remind us of bad times dark times great times that we've all, all had and have, have made us who we are today my final thoughts and final segment on the other side you're listening to Good Morning Amigos Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Frank, we have a friend. It's funny, your boy Luis Rodriguez... The U fan? Yeah. So he's real good friends with a friend of mine and our principal's best friend. Oh, wow. Yeah, he took a picture. I guess his son plays baseball. And our friend, shout out to Mickey Bean. Uh, we call him Diddy. Uh, he coaches baseball and apparently he coaches your, uh, your boy's son. Small world, bro. And he's his coach. And nowhere, I guess it's a Tamiami or whatever. Maybe our travel team plays on the Bad News Bears. Got to give a shout out to Bad News Bears for that one. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, but the coach of that team is actually best friends with our principal, and I've known Diddy. My goodness, how long wow. have I known you, Diddy? Over 20 years I've known you. Great guy, by the way, but shout out to all of the Pope. I just, I go to, I'm seeing his post, I'm like, well, my God, these are two worlds colliding that I didn't know they knew each other, so it's kind of funny that way. Shout out to everybody involved. 
Franco, Franco, Franco. Uh-oh. I didn't want to me. I promise. I didn't do it. <laughs> so I, um, I sit back, relax, take off a load as we get closer to the holidays, right? Right. So we take an approach, a different approach to things, and, um, and I think that we just do it, you know, a certain way, right? So I'm, I've decided that I'm taking a different approach to certain things, right? So, for example, rather than continue to be quiet about this, I'm going to be as nice as I can possibly be and tell you that, guys, the reason Yendi's not on the show anymore, Yendi used to be on this show, Yendi just simply disappeared. So, you know, Yendi got very busy with her business, and she's got a very prospering business, and I give her all the greatest pushes in the world, and, you know, I'm a fan of how she does it and how she hustles, and she's a funny young lady. We got along with her fantastically um but i guess business got busy and we didn't hear anymore so you know i just i got a couple of texts going hey that's not the same girl that was on before so i just I, maybe it's a reintroduction of sorts we're going to be in spending this week getting a little more attention again and laz is coming in on wednesday to the show i want to be perfect we love yendi shout out to yendi um we think the world of her, yeah. we wish her all the best. She's been really killing it in her on her business side. Third in the MPP. And working voting. on the South Florida Hispanic Chamber with our friend Lillian Lopez. And it's wonderful to see how she just keeps on going out there and hustling and moving and moving and moving. Work, off-season, off-court, work, 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 work. Not that throws negative light on it or anything, but she got so busy, she, it kind of, we didn't fit in the plans. I wish I'd have heard it from her, but it's apparent that she's been keeping herself very busy. And all the best. This is all, all we ever want for anyone, Anna. The day comes that you can move on the greener pastures, and I hope we don't. By the way, Laz is not allowed to recruit you, just in case. <laughs> Why? Because you're still in an internship. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. This guy. Non-compete. Non-compete. You know, Laz can't steal you. Neither, neither can Orlando Alzagiri. So, um, but my... <laughs> I don't know who that is. Good, but that was for, <laughs> that one was for Frank. That one was that one. I gave that one to Frank as a part of my Christmas package to him. I gave you some good Christmas gifts this year. Um, that was part of it. That was good. So all the best to Andy. We wish her all the best. Uh, Doxy Digital Media, and it's doing great stuff. And she's going to continue. She works with the World Trade Group here in South Florida. They opened up a new office. And again, we we're watching from afar. In case she's listening, and she's like, we're not upset at all. In fact, we wish you all the best. Uh, I've noticed, Frank, it's funny, as I go and I like all her pictures, I notice you like all her pictures as well. So we really are big fans of hers. And just, you know, listen, the world is a hustle, man. You got to go out there and you got to make your loot. <laughs> She's making her loot. And this was something she was doing on her spare time. And I can understand that if something has to get cut out, it has to be that. She's got to monetize her time. So all the best to you, Yendi. We wish you all the best. We appreciate your time on the show the last few months. Uh, and we thank you for everything that you've done and, and hope all the best for you and your company and everything that you're doing. I wanted to make sure... Come on, Pelican! So she's, I guess, the Pelican that flew. Pelicans don't really fly, but whatever. The Pelican flew. And that's that. Like, I'm trying to, like, figure, like, she didn't do anything wrong other than, like, just let us know, you know, but she got that busy and money comes first, guys. I'm not angry at all. But I needed to get it out there because I hadn't even really been official. And I'm not going to just let something go by the wayside quietly like that. Like, we need to address it. Now we know it. And now we move forward. 
that's it. She's part of our past. And we, again, she's always welcome to jump on and say hello, whatever. But we wish her all the best. Absolutely. Super necessary to get that out there so we can get that out of the way. And it's a Monday. We, uh, we got T minus 17 days, Frank. So, won't be long. I love our sound bites. NFL's the best thing going on right now when it comes to sports. Other than that, it's yucking it up, laughing. You know, the good stuff. Guys, if you're at a moment of indecision in your life, I allow me a recommendation as I say goodbye. Take me just long enough as I unbutton my shirt and walk off into the sunset. It is early in the morning. There ain't no sun setting, but there's no guy. If you're amidst a, a troubling decision in your life, meditate through it. Relax, and they always tell you, the one thing that never fails you is your gut. But we mistake our gut, Frank. You know that, Hannah? Yeah, we do. I it's, listen. It's really your heart. It's not your gut. Unless you eat Taco Bell. Well, then it's farting and <laughs> groveling and doing all that. It's your heart you're listening to. Listen to it. It's a smarter piece of you than you think. And probably knows you better than just about anything or anyone. If you're in the midst of an uh, indecision, be sharp about your decisions. Because life's that way. Don't do it half-ass. Don't let it linger. Don't make it wonder. Just do it. Own it. Make it yours. That's what this world needs. Accountability for once. Start of a wonderful week was today. Four more days. One of those days will include last. One of those days will include us partying because it'll be Friday. Then we'll survive a couple of days. You're not here tomorrow, are you? No. See, that's when it gets lulled around here. We don't have a good time. Mm, sorry. Bummer. Is it the shirtless thing? Like, I'll keep my shirt on if it's really that. I, I swear. It, if it, to get to your five this week, do I just got to keep my shirt on? Is that what the deal is? Nah, take it off. All right. Shit comes off, baby. And it's only Monday. You gotta love it. Woohoo! See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.